You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have another busy week full of planetary transits. There's a lot going on this week. And I have to say, mid-September is definitely looking edgy with some of the alignments that we have going on. There are some harmonious ones we have this week. It's just a week where there's a multitude of edgy ones. And with the edgy alignments, some of the good stuff that comes from it is it gets us paying attention to what we need to pay attention to. And it gets us taking action and it gets us motivated to polish up the rough edges in our lives. We do have a bunch of Venus aspects this week and Mars aspects. So this will get us focused on our relationships, motivation, and our finances. There are a bunch of sun alignments as well. So there could be moments where we're working on self-expression and our confidence. And we have a couple of Mercury retrograde alignments, which is going to help us review a few things that happened over the last couple of weeks. Just looking at the vibes on the graph, we have an interesting mix this week. Romance is going to peak at the beginning of the week, and this is due to the Venus energy. This is due to the Mars and Venus energy that's occurring. So we'll have moments where things may feel flirtier than normal. And in the case of this Mars-Venus connection that's occurring this week, things may feel more passionate than normal in relationships. So intimacy may be revved up and kicked up off the charts. There may be moments where there is a bit of makeup intimacy that's occurring as a result of this. And around the 15th, all the way up to the 17th, that energy is going to pick up again and it's going to be at its highest. So romantic energy will be abundant throughout this week. There's a small amount of mental energy intersecting this from the 13th all the way up until the 16th. The energy in itself is pretty low, so there may be some moments where we're just not feeling like over-processing. Or on the flip side, we feel burnt out from overthinking a lot of the stuff that's occurring through this week with these transits. Mental energy will pick back up on the 17th and it'll be a little bit higher and it's intersecting psychic energy, social energy, along with solitude. It's also mixed in with that romantic energy as well. This contradictory mix will occur from the 15th all the way to the 17th. I say contradictory because when you see family and friends and some social energy mixed in with the solitude, it's a little odd. But because of the variety of transits we have going on, some are easy and some are sociable and some are just you want time to yourself. And with a huge amount of psychic energy occurring around that period of time, there may be moments where you do need that time to yourself. A lot of times with the psychic energy, it's great for processing things and it's great for listening to your gut instinct. However, sometimes we could feel like sponges and we could feel as though we're absorbing things from other people or it's just that the vibes are off and we're feeling sensitive to energies and we're just wanting to stay away or just wanting some time to ourselves. And especially with the alignment that will occur around the 16th with the sun making an opposition to Neptune, that is generally a time where you really do need that personal space. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. On the 12th, the sun's making a quincunx with Saturn. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. An alignment like this could have us feeling deflated in some sort of ways because a lot of the times when the Sun and Saturn come together in these harder alignments, Saturn has a tendency to take the wind out of the sails when it comes to the Sun. The Sun has a lot to do with our confidence, it has a lot to do with our persona, our self-expression, 
and how we attract attention to ourselves. And so this could be a day where we're not getting the right type of attention or just something just feels somewhat deflating to our egos. Some of it can be through misunderstanding someone, which with Mercury being retrograde right now and it's not tied to this alignment, there's going to be a lot of misunderstanding things and not understanding the details of something. And so someone could say something and you think that they may have said something negative. So when you do go over their statement, you realize it wasn't as negative as you thought it was and the comment itself was pretty normal if not moderate thing it was neutral and so this is what can happen with this i mean we're dealing with the quincunx and a lot of times it deals with our blind spots so it can cause moments where we feel self-conscious about something someone said that we might have misunderstood and also it could be a day of just not understanding yourself not understanding what you want not feeling self-assured about your path which might lead to feeling numb throughout that day so try to come back to things when you're feeling better when you're feeling like yourself again because you want to make decisions when you're feeling neutral and not disappointed about something so sometimes it's best just to wait until you're feeling like yourself again that way you can make decisions based on logic and not emotions and ego on the 13th venus is making a sesquiquadrate to pluto so an alignment like this is going to bring up some of that romantic energy that we saw sometimes in a healthy way sometimes in a not so healthy way and with venus in a hard alignment to pluto it can bring out a lot of passion and a lot of intimacy in relationships and a lot of the times is the deep plutonic sort of romance a lot of the time that intensity can be great if you and the other person are on the same page and there are other times where that can be problematic in relationships where it's a mutual exchange and you guys are drawn to one another and everything is very magnetic then this is going to be fun and intense and could have that soulmate soul level feel to it for relationships where things are not necessarily on the same page this could be intense in a way that's uncomfortable venus and pluto in a hard alignment like this a lot of the times tends to bring out jealousy obsessive behavior and control within the relationship so this could be a day where things feel more power struggly than normal this brings that repressed feelings in a relationship so if somebody was bottling something up this can come out and resulting in arguments or petty behavior and because this is pluto and it tends to unearth things a lot of the times if there's been any secretive behavior a lot of that can come out as well on a financial end this being a harder alignment with venus and pluto this could also bring up situations when it comes down to finances or arguing over finances dealing with people who try to control the finances or a toxic work environment so when these harder alignments come up it's a nudge just so that we're making the changes that we need to make it's not to say that these changes are going to be overnight but it does push us in the right direction or show us that something needs to give at some point when it comes down to some of the harshness that we're dealing with whether it's finances or whether it's relationships continuing with relationship stuff venus is making a square with mars pay attention to this one because this one will come back around as mars goes retrograde mars and venus will be connecting to one another while mars is in retrograde so we've got this square in the virgo venus we have an opposition once venus gets into sagittarius and that'll be on november 30th and then in february post shadow february 3rd this mars will make its final square in pisces venus in pisces so a lot of these topics will come back around this isn't your regular mars square venus or mars oppose venus in the upcoming month and then the other one at in february these connections that these guys are making are more keyed up than normal generally mars square venus yeah it can be hard and it can be fun at the same time because it's a variety in other words it's a mixed bag alignment and it can be a mixed bag alignment with this as well it just has more urgency because of the mars retrograde situation 
on the fun side of this alignment. Whatever we want to take action on, we're going to definitely feel motivated to do. We are definitely going to initiate whatever we need to initiate. If there has been some sort of passion project that we had, we may find ourselves going back to it. An alignment like this can activate our go-getter mode. We might find ourselves going back to things that were exciting, things that were adventurous, things that were fun for us. Romantically, this can rev things up. If you're in a healthy relationship, this could be an ultra-passionate time. This could be a time where you guys are just all over each other. It could be a period of rebooting things when it comes down to your sex life, too, because we're dealing with Mars. Mars deals with our sex life. Venus has certain Venus has a lot to do with the relationship aspect of it. So this could be a time to rev those things up or repair those things within your love life. On the flip side with this alignment, if it's an unhealthy situation, whether that be a job situation, whether that be a relationship, this could be a period of just feeling like you're at odds with everything. On the relationship end or romantic end, this could be a period where you're dealing with people who are excitement-seeking, controlling, petty, people who are needing their ego stroked. This could be a time of accusations in relationships. Some found it, some unfounded, but this tends to bring a lot of blow-ups in unstable relationships or dating situations. And of course, certain things can come out with this. This could be a time of severing ties with someone. This could be a time of revisiting someone with an ex that may be okay and may not be okay. This is a very spectrum-y sort of alignment. So on the more favorable end, this could be a time of rekindling, but on the unfavorable end, this could be a time of revisiting something that you may not want to go back into. And this could be a period of feeling stuck when it comes down to your goals and passion if you're feeling that end of this transit. And also checking ourselves if we're the thrill-seeking types because Venus is about what we enjoy, Mars is how we go after it, and sometimes with these, when these guys get together, it could be like a revved-up party. So this could be a time of working through irresponsibility and where we might take things too far when it comes down to just indulging. So yeah, do the best you can when this energy hits and try to remember that a lot of this is going to cycle back around again November 30th and February 3rd. This alignment will happen again and again there's some other Venus-Mars connections that will be going on through this retrograde and of course you can count on me to talk about them each time it happens. Continuing with relationship situations and finances, Venus is making a quincunx with Chiron. With Venus and Chiron coming together in this quincunx, this could be a day where we're looking at some of our blind spots in relationships. And a lot of times these blind spots can come up in terms of being overly sacrificial in our relationships. In other words, this can open our eyes to, you know, the fact that we're giving, 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 and we're not getting anything back in return. Now, obviously, you should never give to expect something in return. However, there is a point where you might be overdoing it, and it's to a point where you're not filling your own cup back up, or you're not openly expressing to others that this is an even exchange, or you'd like an even exchange. And of course, sometimes, you know, we may attract people who don't say anything, and they do take advantage of the situation. And they're benefiting from us not having any limits or not setting any limits. So this can translate into romantic relationships, relationships of all kinds, our close one-on-one relationships. This could also translate into a job situation where you're the one doing all the work and someone else is benefiting. So you want to be aware of that. And, you know, again, this can bring up some people-pleasing behavior that we need to work on within ourselves. That way we set better limits and boundaries with other people. We work on our self-worth and we work on feeling guilty for rushing to everyone that needs help because we're not responsible for everyone. So do the best you can when this energy hits. Continuing with confidence and self-esteem situations, the sun is going to make an opposition with Neptune, and this can cause us to feel foggy and unsure of ourselves. So if you're not experiencing the Mars-Venus situation 
and the Venus Quincunx Chiron situation, then this one may be affecting you more. Hopefully not all three at once because that's a lot of complex energy to feel in one day. And the Sun-Neptune situation can really dra be draining. It could be a draining alignment. It can make us feel lethargic. It can make us feel unmotivated. It could bring up situations where we feel unclear about our self-expression and our persona and our identity. Overall, it just causes our moods and our confidence to fluctuate, our ego to fluctuate on that day. So you might have moments where you're riding high and you might have moments where you're swinging a little bit low when it comes down to your confidence. So this energy in itself can be stressful. It has an intensity about it because it is like a full moon energy. The Sun-Neptune opposition is the halfway point to Neptune retrograde. So this is going to bring up some Nept Neptune retrograde themes. If you are being aspected by this, this could bring out the truth in a situation for you which can also be draining, finding out the truth and coming to a realization about something, being very self-reflected about something that's not working or something that you may have to let go of. The ones that would feel this the most are the mutable signs at a higher degree. So Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. So if you're feeling this on this day and you've got those placements, they may take this time to self-reflect, take this time to do Neptunian things to make yourself feel grounded. In other words, spiritual hygiene, grounding your energy, of course, listening to music, doing poetry, things that are healthy distractions so that way you're able to ride through this and also looking at some reflective questions about what's going on and journaling but at least this is the halfway point of Neptune retrograde so we're halfway done with this retrograde Neptune will be out of retrograde on December 3rd and then it'll leave its post shadow on March 24th 2023 kind of around the time Mars finally leaves Gemini so this should be an interesting period do the best you can when this energy hits the next day on the 17th, we have a Mars pre-shadow retrograde alignment with Chiron. That's going to be really helpful for helping us take action when it comes down to working on old baggage. Because we have another Mars retrograde alignment, this will come back around two more times, December 19th and February 11th, 2023. So pay attention to the dates for this. This alignment in itself is great for revisiting things that need to be cleared out in our lives, old stories that need to be cleared out in our lives. And the great thing is if it's been something that's been sitting for a while, something that we haven't attended to, something that we know that we need to take care of, this will motivate us to work on it. This first contact could be about reflecting on what the issues might be and employing some sort of strategy to get out of these situations. So this could be a time where you're creating a game plan for yourself, finding the answers you need to pull yourself out of whatever you may be needing to pull yourself out of. This could be a time of severing ties to things that are toxic for you and whether that be within relationships, whether that be an environment you're in because we are dealing with Gemini energy and it has a lot to do with our environment. So this could be about finding a solution for that or moving forward or moving out of an area or something along those lines. Resolving old baggage with immediate family, particularly siblings, or breaking bad habits involving any Gemini themes in your life. So this alignment will come back around a bunch of times and it is super helpful for clearing out what you need to clear out. All of these alignments are helpful even if they are uncomfortable. This one in particular just happens to be one of the easier ones. I'm not saying that it won't feel difficult in some sort of way, but at the same time, this is one of those eureka moments. This is one of those, hey, I can make lemonade out of lemons right now. So this is what I love about this alignment. So hopefully, even if you aren't being aspected by this, this really helps 
helps give you that nudge that you need to solve any problems that you have with precision and ease. On that same day, we have another retrograde alignment. Mercury is going to make an opposition with Jupiter, and this is part two to the Mercury-Jupiter saga that we have going on. The last time this alignment occurred was August 29th, so think back to what was going on August 29th regarding things where something was blown out of proportion, something seemed completely bogus, there were miscommunication issues, just overall something that was completely off kilter when it comes down to communication overall. Sometimes with this alignment, we also have to recheck facts, we have to recheck documents, because Mercury and Jupiter, when they get into hard alignments, sometimes we can miss the details and say, fuck it, we don't care about the facts, we don't care about the details, I just want to get this done and over with right away. So there could be something that's coming back up that maybe you didn't look over or you might have skimmed that you're needing to recheck. And that could be some sort of contract, again, document, possibly something that you shared on social media that might not necessarily be factual or even signing up for something that, you know, you change your mind about. We And it doesn't always have to be big stuff. Sometimes it's subscriptions to stuff and you're not thinking anything of it, but you're not, also not the same person you were when you signed up to that subscription. So this could be anything from perfume to candy to flowers to makeup to anything that you can think of subscription wise where you're, you might have just changed your mind or you made a mistake and hopefully you didn't get locked into some sort of contract if it's something really serious. But yeah, this energy will circle back around from anything that was done around the 29th or so or, you know, give or take those couple of days, 28th, 29th, 30th. So do the best you can when this energy hits because it will come back around during the post shadow on October 11th. On the 18th, the sun's making a trine with Pluto. So the great thing about this alignment is Pluto is slowing down and about the station and go out of retrograde on October 8th. Because Pluto is a slower moving planet, it takes a few weeks for it to do its thing, slow down. It'll be in station for a while because it is a slower moving planet. But a trine with the sun is it going in or out of retrograde. And since we're on the other side of this retrograde, it is going out of retrograde. But not only that, we really need this alignment to balance out our confidence and our ego. And the great thing about Pluto, when it trines the sun, it really does get us in touch with our personal power. It does get us in touch with a healthy side of our ego. And it helps us transform some of the things that are holding us back in terms of our confidence, in terms of our self-expression. So this closing retrograde trine could help us resolve issues that were holding us back during the retrograde period. This is a time of coming to a conclusion of something. This is a time of finding the answers to things that may have been hidden from you because Pluto has a lot to do with the hidden. So this could be a moment where you're finally unearthing something that's going to be beneficial to you and stepping into your Phoenix energy. So this could be a moment where you're finally feeling like you're coming to that light at the end of the tunnel, especially after going through a hardcore Plutonic phase or a hardcore Plutonic period. But this could feel like a very karmic and powerful energy in itself. And if you've been doing the work needed, this could be a period of reaping the benefits of evolving and transforming the situations that no longer serve you and moving into better energy for yourself. So hopefully you guys are really benefiting from this energy. On that same day, Mercury is going to make a sesquiquadrate to Saturn. And this is part two for this alignment. The last time this occurred was August 25th. So this is part of the Mercury retrograde series. So this is one of those alignments where if you were having some issues with shutting down or feeling numb or just not wanting to communicate or just feeling overly critical of yourself or feeling as though 
you're not winning, this can come back around to help you see where you are winning, to help you see where there are some bright spots. And also if you've been waiting on some of this, could be a period where you're finally getting that confirmation that things will actually move forward. It was just taking some time for those things to come through. This could also bring up conversations that were harsh from that time period. It could be a time of rehashing things out. It could be a time of maybe confronting someone who's been critical or someone coming forward that might have shut down around that time period and it's just been quiet or it's been minimal communication. So this can bring back some resolution. I mean, especially once we get to the post-shadow phase, once we get to October 11th, this will come back up and we will have more clarity around these situations overall. So yeah, this is definitely a week of interesting energies, edgy energies for sure. So do the best you can once all of this unfolds throughout this next seven days. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you on the next episode.